Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I'm Liz White. It's Monday, July 25th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every Monday morning, is David Sanger, the chief Washington correspondent for The New York Times. Good morning, David. Morning, Liz. David, it's been a rough week in the debt limit negotiations. Speaker sure has. <laughs> Speaker John Boehner walked out of the talks on Friday. Now we have two competing emergency plans, one from the Democrats, one from the Republicans. What are the politics behind these two approaches? Well, the plan that you're beginning to hear from the Republicans over the weekend would basically just be a short-term fix. It would call for a trillion dollars in uh, cuts in the budget and a trillion dollar uh, rise in the debt limit. Now, if you do the math, that would only get you through to the sometime at the beginning of next year. So we would be right back in the same debate, but in the hothouse of a presidential election. As you can imagine, President Obama is not eager to go repeat this experience, but he's certainly not eager to repeat it uh, before he's up for re-election. The Democratic plan, which you'll hear more about today, would be a little over $2 trillion uh, in cuts and would then uh, extend the debt limit by the same amount, and that would take you into 2013. Now, they call that a long-term fix, but nobody else I know calls that a long-term fix because it doesn't really get at many of the, the major issues of ultimately trying to balance the federal budget. Yeah, there's another factor, as you've written recently in the debt limit talks. The markets also have a vote. So how much patience do they have? So far, Liz, the markets have been much more patient than I had expected they would be. Uh, They seem to believe that this is all posturing and that sooner or later an agreement will actually be reached and that there will be no default. And maybe they're right on that. In In the past, default has always been avoided at the last moment. But the factors in this case are a little more complex. And you'll remember that it was just a week or two ago that we were hearing this all had to be resolved by July 18th, that would have been last week, in order just to write the legislation that would avoid the default by August 2. Former President Clinton said the other day that if he were still in office, he would have invoked the 14th Amendment to prevent default. How would that work? Well, it's an interesting question because no one's ever tried it before. Uh, When the 14th Amendment was written after the Civil War, there was a a clause put into it that uh, basically made it clear that the United States would always pay the Union debts that were incurred during the war. In fact, the phrases refer to to an insurrection. And uh, it was also a way of indicating that Confederate debts would not be paid. Now, there are some who are saying that the wording of this lives beyond the actual moment Uh, of the Civil War, and that the concept can be applied by the president to authorize the payment of these debts by himself. Now, President Obama said last week that he had consulted with his lawyers, and they weren't sure that that would stand. But it is possible he could try it and just get through the, the next few weeks or months and see what happens when it faced a court challenge. And looking overseas, we saw a big bailout for Greece and other countries last week, but that didn't end the controversy. There are still protesters out in the streets. What are the lessons there? One of the interesting lessons is that Greece was just downgraded again by the investors' rating services, even though they had the bailout. So what that tells you is that if the rating services and ultimately the markets don't believe there's a long-term solution, 
then coming up with something that's a patchwork uh, may not really affect over the long term the credit rating. Now, Greece is not the United States, and uh, its uh, economy does not play a significant role in the world economy the way, of course, the United States does and that the dollar does. Uh, but it does tell you that uh, in the end, it's only a long-term fix that really means anything to the markets. We appreciate your insight. Thanks so much, David. Thank you, Liz. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Liz White, and that's the Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM, WQXR.